Welcome and thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Psychor Water Cooler Podcast, the casual conversation podcast dedicated to covering all things related to Psychor, including product updates, full site builds, suggestions and insights, getting the most out of your Psychor investment, and more. I'm your host, John Price, Psychor Practice Director and MVP at AmericanEagle.com. I am joined for today's episode by James Gregory, a colleague of mine who I've worked with for eight years. James is an enterprise architect and a multi-year Psychor MVP at AmericanEagle.com. James, welcome to the show. Great to be back. So for today's topic, we're going to talk about Psychor Order Cloud and Psychor's commerce options. And this is going to be part one of a two-part episode where we talk about Psychor CDP on our next episode. We'll say tie these conversations a little bit closer together. But, you know, Psychor now has multiple commerce options available to us where Order Cloud is looking to be more of the future. So let's just dive into Order Cloud for today. So James, tell us a little bit more about the history of Order Cloud and um, what we can expect from the product. Yeah. So as you know, Sycor acquired 451. And 451 is a, a commerce product that um, started back in the 2000. And so it's a very mature platform. Back in 2014, they replatformed for the cloud, offering their SaaS platform infrastructure that they've termed Order Cloud now. So it's got a lot of weight to it. And, you know, 451 really prided themselves in attacking the most complicated business problems and making it simple, making it reusable. So you get a lot of features built into it. It's developer friendly, it's omni-channel, it's enterprise ready, and it's designed for high performance that you can leverage globally. Wonderful. So I think the one aspect of this, and just kind of rehashing some of the previous conversations we've had, is Psycho did make this acquisition, as you mentioned previously, 451. And this is really just kind of a continuation of Sitecore's move towards SaaS and buying platforms that are really scalable and easy to extend. So, James, why would someone use a product like OrderCloud? First thing you have to understand is it's headless, right? So it is mock certified. So what do you get with mock certified? Well, it's microservices. Your upgradability is a breeze because it's all in the cloud. You don't have to worry about infrastructure. You've got API first, so it's easy to integrate with. You've got cloud native. Again, it's hosted in the cloud. You don't have to worry about infrastructure. And it's headless which means it doesn't have a head, which helps with your future-proof plan, helps you skin it in different ways, helps you use it in, in different ecosystems, whether it's a website or apps or Internet of Things devices. So it's a modern tech stack. It scales really well for complex scenarios. So the more complex your problem is, the better Order Cloud is for you. It can handle B2C, of course, but it can, it's really geared for B2B, B2B to X, your own private marketplace, whatever you want to throw at it, it models it really well. Yeah, and I think this kind of goes back to kind of the build versus buy scenario, right? There are a lot of off-the-shelf commerce solutions out there where order clouds really kind of build what you like. So is it really going to play in the market of a Shopify where you're selling someone's handmade mittens off their own e-commerce site? No, this is really kind of made for the enterprise and really made for complex situations. But also, it's pretty much scalable for mid-market and lower-market as well in certain situations as well. But you know, when we talk about headless, when we talk about these platforms or more frameworks, this is a very, say, different approach to developing commerce than, let's say, what people are familiar with with Sitecore Commerce. So I think one of the biggest differences is how does this affect the marketers of an e-commerce solution? So James, you mind talking a little bit about what a marketer could expect out of Order Cloud? Yeah, so it's important to understand that Order Cloud doesn't give you that front-end UI, whether for your storefront or for your back-end tools. So that's something you need to bring to the table and, and figure out your plan for that. So that's where you can get, um, it's kind of a thin UI layer built onto it that interacts with all of the API calls. And this is where Sitecore JSS comes in really handy because Order Cloud itself isn't a content management system, isn't an image repository, doesn't do emails, right? It's, it's really just modeling your business and, and handling the orders. And so you bring in the other solutions for those pieces. So for content management needs, you can use Content Hub, you can use XM, 
XM works well for images too. And so PsychoJSS is a nice fit because you can get your front end layer, you can get your dynamic page design, and you can do it with a front end framework like React.js or, or Angular and tie that right in to Order Cloud's API. And so you can build components in the Sitecore library that, that interface with Order Cloud. And again, drawing a comparison back to Sitecore Commerce, when we talk about the presentation layer and what marketers can do with the platform, right? XC is very heavily baked in with XP where you have experience editor, you can basically build your own data for content, whereas Order Cloud is a little bit more of a standalone product. So when a marketer is going in, they want to build pages, they want to build content, items, objects, whatever your terminology is, it does pair very nicely with XM or Content Hub, as you mentioned. So really, we could have an XM, Content Hub, content side of the house, and then Order Cloud is really for that shopping experience. Maybe the detail page, but most likely shopping cart, checkout, my account area, and you know both products can kind of bridge the gap for either need. Yeah, what's really great about Order Cloud is its flexibility. So any object that you work with, you know, so you, you define your buyers, you define your sellers, you can define your suppliers if you're B2B. You can define all your products. Your pricing is separate, so you can have different pricing for different audience members. Uh, you get great complexity there in your modeling. And the great thing about it is it all flattens down to a me object where whoever I am, I get these options for products, I get these options for pricing. And, and all of these interactions that you can make of you know adding to cart, setting your address, adding product, anything you write to the order cloud, you can have webhooks on. So for integrations, that makes it really easy. Anytime you need to write anything, you can hook into it before or after that operation, whether it's adding to cart or saving an address, saving a customer. You can hook in and you can either block the write or you can either respond to it. So there's great support for integrations. You know, it's really common to have your own middleware application that kind of pairs with Order Cloud. So any of your back office integrations, you can respond to any event uh, really easily. That's the one unique approach to this type of platform, right? right? If you're buying an off-the-shelf platform that comes with capabilities baked in for like content management or product management. You know, a lot of marketers and IT teams end up getting a stack where they're not using a lot of the functions. Where with Order Cloud, you can actually build your own backend functions in Office where if you want to build functionality for relating products or anything along those lines, you can actually build your own backend UI, which is I think is a very intriguing aspect to Order Cloud. Do you mind touching a little bit on that, James? they keep it really agile. So it doesn't ship with an already made admin UI because everyone's needs are so different. So maybe you want to manage the backend from another system. Fine. Maybe you do want to expose something for your, your customer service reps. You know, you can layer that in. And Order Cloud gives some, some starter kits. So there's a few starter kit sites. So it takes out some of the work to give you a faster time to market. They also provide uh, example projects for the middleware layer and integration. So they give you some good jump starts and to help cut some of that time, but you really can tailor it exactly to what you need, which is a great feature. Yeah, I think it kind of fits in with this whole realm of composable, right? Where we're not bringing technical debt in like a lot of platforms where you're getting these features that, you know, air quotes out of the box, you're kind of tethered into you have to be using them, you know, diving into the core platform and extending them and you're basically creating technical debt where order cloud it is composable. You bring it into your organization and you build exactly what you need and you don't have additional overhead to basically you know, deal with upgrades and other things in the future. And you know, James, let's talk a little bit about Order Cloud even being a SaaS platform. So Order Cloud is SaaS. However, you know, an organization may need integrations into Salesforce, may need complex integrations into an ERP. 
How would an organization go about those scenarios with Aura Cloud? Yep. So the common scenario is you have your middleware app. Uh, so common uh, option is a .NET Core app, and um, you're able to hook into all the different events from the order cloud at the storefront, and then you're able to propagate those to your other connections, Salesforce or what have you, send an email, whatever you want to do. It can also be a great you know, tag to, to bring in the CDP, right, to also respond to those and, and integrate to uh, Salesforce uh, abandoned carts and things like that. So jumping ahead a little bit to the next episode, because I think it's very important for this conversation. So you know, we're talking about order cloud, we're talking about content hub and XM, right? And you know, you're talking about multiple technologies, maybe running a, you know, an individual site or a storefront where we have content managed in one area and then products and e-commerce managed in another area, right? And marketers nowadays need personalization. They need implicit and explicit personalization. So that's kind of where CDP fits in to solve all these needs. And again, we're going to talk more about this next time. But how would CDP fit into the scenario where I have technologies running, you know, content and e-commerce? How would CDP kind of solve that personalization dilemma? Yep. So Order Cloud takes care of your cart, your checkout, your products, your pricing, all those layers, buyers and sellers. Uh, but for tracking and personalization, uh, CDP layers in really well because it's also a JavaScript framework. Comes right in, layers on top with your tracking pixel. You can push experiences, you can segment your audience, you can track different properties of your users. So they really pair very nicely. Perfect. Yeah. And expand upon that a little bit. You know, if, if you do want to personalize, let's say on the homepage of your e-commerce site that's running Content Hub or XM, we can plug in JavaScript and then CDP would be the one actually creating those personalization scenarios. So it really is just a snippet. And then CDP kind of acts as that quarterback for all the personalization scenarios, whether it is on that homepage or maybe even later on in the funnel in a shopping cart and checkout scenario. So let's talk a little bit about industries, James. So again, there's a lot of e-commerce platforms out there. So what type of industries would be ideal for Order Cloud? Yeah, the ideal industries would lean towards the more complex. So you've got your retail, your franchise model, can you B2C, B2B, can have your own marketplace in retail, manufacturing, whether you're selling via dealers or distributors, retailers, direct to consumer. That's a good industry. Also, uh, distributions and marketplaces, selling enterprise, mid-market, private B2B marketplace. Um, you you kind of get the pattern. The more complex, the better fit this is for you. Yeah, so we take manufacturing specifically. I mean, manufacturing, especially with COVID, it's been accelerated to kind of drive their experiences online. So if we take a manufacturer, right, they likely have customer-specific pricing, they may need a portal where individuals may need to log in, do custom reorders, do very specific things. There might there might even be products specific for a manufacturer's customers. So that type of scenario is fantastic with Order Cloud, where a business can simply build exactly what they need for those scenarios. Or I think I think Order Cloud in the manufacturing space is a really ideal fit. Yeah, and Order Cloud is really seamless to extend any model. So if you need to add extra attributes to orders, customers, whatever it is, it's incredibly simple to extend. And so it's great for any strong needs for digitization, personalization, uh, any internal operation requirements, complex commerce requirements, anything that's challenging for manual orders, you know, this can handle for you. Uh, any struggles you have with the different tech silos, this is a great way to centralize the data. Perfect. And not to get into too future state, but even with these other providers out here coming out with cryptocurrency and these other types of capabilities, right? If anyone's looking to build those types of capabilities in the future. They're going to need a platform that can easily be extended or integrated and with additional third-party providers. Just using that as a quick example. So Order Cloud is really an art of the possible platform, pretty much fit any complex business need. 
James, I appreciate the conversation today on Order Cloud and Commerce. Looking forward to the part two conversation on CDP in a few weeks. We hope to have you on again soon. Uh, thanks again. Thanks again to James Gregory for joining us today on the Sitecore Water Cooler Podcast, a casual conversation between colleagues and peers centered around all things Sitecore. I'm your host, John Price, and until next time we meet at the Water Cooler, be sure to subscribe to the Sitecore Water Cooler Podcast today, wherever you find your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by AmericanEagle.com Studios, with special thanks to executive producers Renee Nelson and Julia Klepich.